0: We're joined by Liz Moran, a frequent guest uh, with uh, Earth Justice. Earlier this week, the uh, Governor Hochul uh, released her uh, budget for the 2024-2025 two, um, cycle. And Liz, what were some of the highlights in terms of environmental uh, issues uh, in the governor's proposals?
1: Yeah, so to set the stage a little bit, it, this is a really important budget. 2023 was a remarkable year when it came to climate change, particularly here in New York. Right, 2023 hottest year in recorded history. Every single month of 2023 was a hot, the hottest month ever recorded. And in New York, we had uh, smoke from wildfires in Canada. We, had, you know, air that was hard to breathe in uh, for you know weeks. And I
0: remember actually when the legislature was in the final days, if you sat up there in the third floor of the assembly and looked out, the sky was all these weird colors from all the smoke from uh, Canada.
1: Yeah, exactly. It was so dystopian. And, you know, that wasn't it. We had heat waves, we had unprecedented flooding. Uh, Amtrak uh, and Metro North wasn't working, so people were stranded. Um, So this is some really serious stuff, and people are also facing increased energy bills. So this is a really important year for the governor and the legislature to get this budget right. Thankfully, the governor did include a couple climate policies that are extremely important. Um, However, overall, this is not a budget that the governors proposed that really reflects the urgency of the crisis.
0: So, uh, you know, one of the issues, um, you know, you got some level of applause, fair amount of applause, was that the governor uh, proposed what's called the uh, New York Heat Act. She included several of the major provisions uh, in it. Um, you want to walk through why that's important and what that actually will do?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So right now, New York state law gives preference towards gas and fossil fuels like that is baked into new york state law but that's kind of that conflict right because we as new york state have a really ambitious climate law in the books the climate leadership and community protection act so new york state's public service commission has been making some decisions that don't always seem in alignment with the climate law utilities are constantly looking to expand their gas infrastructure and We just won't be able to keep doing that if we're going to meet our climate law mandates and also start to get people away from fossil fuels heating their homes. So this legislation smartly tackles that. It gives utilities more flexibility in the um, energy options they have. So it doesn't give preference to gas. It also eliminates some subsidies that we give to gas right now. Uh, for example, if someone is looking to get hooked up to a, the, a gas pipeline, uh, everyday ratepayers subsidize that cost. And that comes to a whopping $200 million per year.
0: That, that's the so called 100 foot rule?
1: That's right. That's known as the 100 foot rule. If a building is within 100 feet of uh, existing infrastructure right now under current law, they get a free hookup, but it's not free. People like you and I and your listeners are paying for that, uh, so that this legislation get rid of that, along with another number of other things. Uh, and the other really key feature to the standalone bill, but is not in the governor's version, is a cap on utility bills. Well,
0: uh, she does. She does talk about a fifty million dollars fund for, I guess, low-income consumers if they participate in NYSERDA's program to, you know, all electrify their their buildings, um, that that would be capped at 6% of the income. How close is that to what's in the, you know, actual New York Heat Act? That
1: really doesn't get at what the Heat Act is trying to do. So that's not to knock. Um, the program you're referring to is known as Empower Plus. It's for low- to moderate-income households that electrify. That's good. But really, what we're trying to do is protect consumers that can't afford right now to get away from the gas system. People are starting to switch their homes off of gas, those that can afford to do so. And that means there's going to be fewer people left on the gas system. That means it's going to start costing more for those people who are left behind. And it already costs way too much gas is super volatile in prices so we're trying to protect those people while also giving utilities tools so they can shift those people away from gas eventually too
0: so we've gone about the halfway point here so let's get to a couple other issues one of the Seems to be a big disappointment is that the governor is actually, I guess, proposing to cut in half the amount of funding that the state provides annually uh, for water infrastructure improvement. So she does make reference to perhaps more dollars coming from the federal level. What's what's going on with the governor on that proposal?
1: Yeah, this is a profound disappointment. So the governor has proposed cutting water funding in half. So every year since 2017, New York State has had the Clean Water Infrastructure Act. And this is a really important set of funding programs that goes to everything towards the pipes that bring us our clean drinking water, uh, treat uh, drinking water and wastewater treatment facilities, uh, addressing toxic chemicals like PFAS. We're really familiar with that here in the capital region. Uh, addressing lead service lines, and so much more. Uh, That fund has received $500 million every year since 2017. This year, the governor is proposing only $250 million. To provide some context, water needs in New York State are absolutely tremendous. It's been estimated we're going to need to invest at least $80 billion over the next 20 years. That's a huge ticket. And that doesn't cover everything the Clean Water Infrastructure Act is set to cover. Uh, so New York is going to pay a price if this cut is what makes it into the final budget.
0: Now, what 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 is the f- federal dollars coming in? Is that going to help offset? But you're, you're also saying that basically we need about four billion dollars a year over the next uh, 20 years, even with the federal fund. And that would still be short.
1: Yeah, you know, frankly, the federal funding should be reason for the state to invest more. Um, You know, there's going to be new drinking water standards for PFAS coming from the federal government soon. Uh, The federal government has finalized a lead and copper rule that's going to mandate all lead service lines get replaced. So actually, things happening at the federal level are all the more reason for the state to step up and show leadership. Especially given how large New York State's needs are, and also as a state, we've historically taken great pride in the quality of our drinking water. So to not invest in that is totally counter to the values of New Yorkers.
0: Now we only have about two minutes left. Um, you know, I've been reading these budget and brooks literally for fifty years. And I can't remember so few pages being devoted to the environment and energy. Um, It just doesn't seem like this is a major priority this year for Governor Hochul.
1: Yeah, I I would agree. This was really concerning. You know, the governor gave her state of the state address um, a couple weeks ago and early January and climate change got mentioned maybe once in passing. Um, you know, to not talk about climate change in such a major stage is disappointing. Um, And then this budget really doesn't reflect the urgency of the crisis. Um, NY Heat is really important. We'll be super excited to push for that this year. We want to see it in the final. But overall, we need to be doing way more in terms of funding, in terms of policies uh, to meet the moment and protect New Yorkers.
0: In the last 40 seconds, is there one or two really pet issues you're hoping for that's not on the table yet?
1: Yes. There's legislation that's known as green transit, green jobs. It would mandate the purchases of zero emission buses for public transit fleets starting in 2029. This is a common sense move. Uh, Well, that legislation should make it in the final budget.
0: Well, thank you very much. We've been talking with uh, Liz Moran of Earth Justice, and this has been Mark Dunley for the Hudson Mohawk Magazine.